0: In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, amen. Our nation and the church are not where we hope we might be this Christmas. I was fairly confident that last Christmas would be the only one disrupted by COVID, but here we are again. In a much better place, certainly, with vaccinations and more treatments, but with Omicron now tearing through the population. Our churches have been worshiping in person for some time in the Episcopal Diocese of Oklahoma, but many of our people have not yet rejoined us other than on the live stream we may feel a temptation tonight toward some despair. Not only from COVID, but from a host of other national and perhaps even personal challenges that affect us. Things feel uncertain and off balance. But I'd like to share some good news tonight, this Christmas Eve, and suggest where we might find not only God, but God's way forward for the coming times. My friends, the Bible teaches us that it is precisely in such moments of darkness, despair, and disruption, that God chooses to do something remarkable. As the theologian Howard Thurman puts it, the new thing that God seeks often occurs in times of disruption, when the familiar world has collapsed and the future is in doubt, when the days grow shorter and we wonder if darkness will swallow the light. Unquote. The Christmas story itself that we celebrate tonight is just such a moment. Amidst the oppressive rule of an empire, when it seemed the long-awaited Savior might never come, Jesus Christ was born in the most unexpected of places and times. Yes, the Messiah was to come to Bethlehem, to be born there, the prophets foretold. But who could have expected the great king, from the line of David, would be born like this, laid in a manger, because there was no place for them, even in the inn. And the first, the very first to hear the news, humble shepherds in the fields. For those who were truly paying attention, all these were signs that God was doing a new and wonderful thing. What if our pandemic disruption is giving God a new opportunity to do something remarkable with and for us? What if the collapse of the familiar, the darkness of the present moment, and the seeming decline of faith are but the first signs of what is being born? What miracles and manifestations of God's kingdom might be revealed in this in-between time, after Christ's first coming and before his second? Now, I certainly have not had any angelic voices telling me God's plan. I have no special revelation to share tonight, it is not clear to me what God is up to right now in this disruptive time. But I do know one thing we can do to prepare for it. We need to rediscover awe. We need to rediscover awe. Awe is a very old word a middle english word that means a mixture of fear and wonder in our modern culture i believe we suffer from awe deprivation there's a lot of fear all around us surely overwhelming fear in fact but not often combined with wonder We understand so much, can experience so much in our modern technologically advanced world that a genuine heart-in-the-throat moment of wonder at something much larger and more mysterious than ourselves is rare. When was the last time you felt true awe? When in your life have you felt awe most deeply? I remember feeling awe, that potent mixture of fear and wonder, when I was a teenager at summer camp. We were climbing a small mountain and got caught in the middle of a fast-moving, ferocious lightning storm as we tried to find what shelter we could on that mountain with nothing to do but wait out the bad weather, I felt real fear, but also wonder at the power and beauty of God's creation. I also remember an experience of awe many years later when our first child was born It was a challenging delivery. Our son was twisted around in the cord, and the doctors were concerned about his breathing. Megan and I were worried sick for his health. And then, just a few minutes later, we were filled with wonder as he entered into the world healthy and miraculous. I felt awe when I was consecrated bishop right here in this cathedral. Amazed with wonder that God had brought me to this ministry in so many surprising ways and scared because I didn't really feel worthy of it. The birth of Christ is a story infused with awe when the angel appears to the shepherds they are not only scared but terrified but the angel assuages their fear do not be afraid the angel says for I am bringing you good news of great joy and when they follow the angel's directions to the holy family their fear is transformed into wonder. The shepherds share what the angels told them about the child, and all who hear it are likewise amazed. Awe. And after that, the shepherds return, glorifying and praising God. The modern church could do better in how we encourage holy awe in our worship. In our well-intentioned eagerness to be welcoming and friendly, we downplay how terrifying God can be. And in our patterned repetition and our logical skepticism, we can sometimes water down the wonder too We no longer teach and practice daily prayer as often as we might when it is the discipline of daily prayer that trains our hearts for holy awe. We need not fear fear. God does love us, surely, or God would not have sent God's Son to be born for us But it is good for us to have some holy fear from time to time, knowing we are in the almighty presence of the maker of heaven and earth and the one who will one day judge both the living and the dead. Fear is not always a bad thing. It can help us change. As the psalmist says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But, like the shepherds, we are not left in our fear, but are comforted by God and then brought to wonder. Friends, this holy night, may we gather in awe. Awe that God, present from before all things were made, came down to be born in a stable, born to live and die and be raised from the dead for us. May we gather in awe to proclaim and to sing our faith, And may we gather in awe around this altar to receive the very body and blood of Christ given to us. Our first responsibility as Christians this Christmas is awe in the awesome presence of God. Awe at God's mysterious and wonderful ways. And in our awe, God will guide us where we should go in the days and months and years to come. Tonight, together, in this sacred place, on this sacred night, may God give us grace to rediscover awe before we go out like the shepherds, glorifying and praising God for all that we have heard and seen. Amen.